Hey, what's up, everyone? It's your girl, Shakima Peoples, here with a family of a dozen and one. And tonight, we have my husband, Mr. Peoples. Hey, hey, what's going on? What's going on? He is here tonight to also help shed some light on behavioral issues. Um, Our last podcast that we did, we were speaking about overall behavioral health. It was very much general. It had um, some of our own experiences and things that we have seen and today we just tonight we just want to dig a little bit deeper on what our thoughts are when it comes to this it seems like it's becoming um, a big thing here in America when it comes to everyone not just children you know I guess the older you get it it's called now like you know mental health mm-hmm. but um, but but somewhere it all spiritually can lie with the same kinds of roots yeah yeah for sure for sure and it's important um actually before we even get started right i want to do two things number one i want to pray okay so let's go ahead and pray before we even get started okay all right so lord god i thank you lord heavenly father thank you so much i pray lord heavenly father for this conversation i pray lord heavenly father that you soften the hearts of the listeners lord god and i pray lord heavenly father that the holy spirit lord god will bring creative creativeness to this conversation in jesus name we pray Amen. 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 All right. So that's the first part. Mm-hmm. Second part, I wanted to compliment you on your hair. <laughs> Amen. So it looks very Thank beautiful. You. I love it. Thank you so much for getting it done for me. That was so sweet. Oh, of course. Of so it's, it's no problem. It was like spur of the no moment. Problem. Yeah, there's no problem. There's no problem. Anything. Anything for you. Amen. So, all right. So, behavior, health. Mm-hmm. All right. So, the very first thing that we want to do when we talk about behavior health is okay. we want to we want to identify exactly what we're talking about. Because yeah. you, know, you might have some people out there that go, okay, behavior health, uh, what does that entail? Or what's that? Never heard of that. Or, it's so hard because it's so many different levels. Right, right. You know, number one thing somebody thinks of is bad kids. <laughs> Like, that's oh, part of it. You know, you got the ones no, out there just that's going, my kids ain't bad. <laughs> you know, and then you got some out there. I know my kids bad. <laughs> and they are. No, no. <laughs> no they are. <laughs> but Google defines behavior health as the emotions and behaviors that affect your overall uh, well-being. Right. Um, to simplify all of that, this is just negative behaviors mm-hmm. um, that are found in your child. The ones you look at and you say, oh, mm-hmm. where'd that come from? Mm-mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And to spiritualize, spiritual, if I could put, plan a word, <laughs> spiritualize mm-hmm. that <laughs> um, in the spiritual sense, this is our own depravity as human beings. Sin. Yes. Sin. Yeah. You know, um, it doesn't have to be taught. It's inherent, you know what I mean? So um, these are the things that pop up that you look at and you go, okay, I didn't teach little Johnny that, Mm -hmm. but it's still familiar to me. Yes. You get what I'm saying? So these are the things that we're talking about. Um, The behaviors that's kind of like deep rooted. Yes. You know, when you sit little Johnny down, you say, no, we're (laughs) not doing that. But for whatever reason, he's still doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, you didn't try everything from the spanking to the talks. Taking things um, away. Take, taking things away that they might like and they mm-hmm. might love. 
um, incentivizing the child, you know, mm-hmm. saying, hey, listen, you'll get X, Y, Z if we try to make sure we stay on top of our homework or right. we we do, we, you know, we say yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yeah. for whatever reason, mm-hmm. all these things just don't, don't work. work. <laughs> so this is what we're talking about. Right. Um, so with that being said, I think, and, and you don't have to listen to me by, by, any, by any means, but right. this is my opinion. But I think the very first thing that you have to do uh, with your child is to lean on your relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, now, that sounds very simple. I'm sure some of the listeners are going, oh, come on. Mm-hmm. Duh. <laughs> you know I've been I mean? with this child since birth. Of course, I have a relationship with them. Right, right, right. But um, it's very, very important step um, because the step is to lean on your relationship with your child. Um, that's going to be hard to do if you have no relationship with your child. Yeah. You know, um, that's true. Some some families, you know, are blended, such as ours. Um, other families, you know, you got adoptive families, you know, you have, um, families that, that just kind of happened, mm-hmm. you know, um, and then you got just a regular family, you know, I was born, here I am, you know, in any case, there has to be a strong relationship, number one, that way when it comes time to teach, that relationship can now come into play and you can lean on that relationship and help it aid you teach your son or your daughter. All right? Mm, okay. So that's number one, right? Number two is you have to identify exactly who your daughter or, or son is. And what I mean by that is, is that what, what makes them tick? Mm-hmm. You know, children are uh, Rubik's Cubes. If you will. That's a good, they're, they're that's a good analogy. Yeah, yeah. So we have to... It hurts my head trying to figure it out. Tell me about it. <laughs> so with that being said, we have to learn how to master our Rubik's Cube mm. and solve it. And once you solve it, we got to solve it again. Yep. And once we solve it again, we got to take it apart, solve it again. As they grow, things change. Yes. Exactly. Yes. So mm. I'll give you guys an example. In our life, um, myself, my wife Shakima, we have uh, we have ten children going on eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, so with our ten children, there's a large bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, I have leaders. I have I have strong leaders um, as my children. The type of kids that have been like, okay, you put them in a situation and they're going to be like, okay, guys, mm-hmm. this is the plan. I also have children that are followers. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing wrong with being a follower. Followers are, they make great soldiers. Mm-hmm. Hey, I need you to do X, Y, Z. Got it, coach. <laughs> and they go and they get, and they go, they go and they get it done. Right. It's imperative that we figure out which one of the two we're dealing with. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to approach a follower and try to teach them and thinking that they're going to take the initiative. That might right. be a difficult task for a follower. Right. You get what I'm saying? And vice versa. Uh, so, so with that, um, I, I'll give you an, another example. So my youngest, at the moment, at the moment, my youngest, my youngest has 
the craziest temper and attitude. Oh, stop. I, I love her to death, but my gosh, she'll just wake up. Oh, and then start take off. She'll yeah, run. She's wild. And she'll smack she people is. in their face as she she's is, running. Yeah. You know, and you know. Just why? You tell her to stop. She t- she'll tell me straight up. No. Yeah. No. And this is like, yo, yeah. what is wrong with what is wrong yeah. with you? Yeah. But with that being said, um, you know, you know, we tried everything from spankings and everything like that. Um, she still just. The, the way she is and she's she isn't but one years old mm-hmm. so with that how do I deal with that well number one I have to I have to understand that this is something that is a stronghold in her life and even though at one years old that is crazy. yeah and even though um we're seeking deliverance from that type of bad attitude mm-hmm. and that strong willedness <laughs> Um, we understand that it's not going to happen overnight. You right. know what I mean? So I'm not expecting her to, to just wake up and just, you know, oh, you know what I mean? Somebody that's, you know, morbidly obese, 500, 600 pounds. I'm not expecting them to wake up the next morning and they're just 200 pounds. Right. You know what I mean? No. So, um, with that being said, you know, um, I, I continue to deal with her. Constantly, you know, I don't give up. It's important as a parent that we adopt the attitude of not giving up. Right. You know, because children. I agree are, with that. Yeah, children are stressful, man. They will stress you out. It's like, man, I taught this boy, man, I taught this girl. Mm-hmm. You know, she know better, he know better, and they just still and they just keep and then you know what can I do? keep at it. What do you mean by that? What do you mean by keep at it? So, as my pastor taught me, the very first classroom is your house. Okay. So, as you are teaching, it is important that as parents, we don't give up on teaching. It's very, very important. It's very, very important that we do not give up on teaching. Um, For children... It's almost as if, so if I'm teaching my child, I'm teaching my child, hey, you have to have good manners. Okay, so you have to have good manners. You have to have good manners. And, you know, whenever they see an adult, they just, they just, they struggle with that. They just, yeah, man, what's up, man? Yeah, man. Yeah, I know, man. Hey, bro, what's going on? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just like, man, I've been teaching this boy for years. I've been teaching him and teaching him and teaching him and teaching him. Ah, he's not going to get it. It's just not his strong suit. Uh-huh. No, do not do that. Okay. Do not give up, you know, because okay. the moment you give up, the moment he's going to give up or she's going to give up, she's going to say, oh, okay, so it's not that important. Right. You get what I'm saying? Even, that can be communicated even to a child, to a two-year-old or a three-year-old. And with, like, how does that, um, you know, what is healthy when the parents give up? Ooh, so for the on the demonic side, um, they see a, a opportunity to, to to build a stronghold, and I have biblical scripture to back this up. But um, one of the things that we always took pride in when I when I was in my in my days in the military is gaining land, or in my case, um, gaining sea. 
So what that means is, is that the, the Admiral would position ships in a specific point. That way there was no chokeholds or no strongholds that the enemy could come in and, you know, say, hey, these are our seas now. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So like that, as a parent, it is important that whatever you are training your child, you don't give up. Don't give up no land. No quarter given. Keep training. Because the moment you draw back, hell could see that. And they say, oh, now it's time for me to build up shop right here. You get what I'm saying? And, and it might be a small little battle. But still, those small battles, they add up. You know, you start seeing certain behaviors that, that you're not checking. You get what I'm saying? The mom isn't checking. The father isn't judging. You get what I'm saying? So with that... It's, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot entails with that. Okay. Um, but but yeah, uh, uh, we just have to not give up, man. As we're as we're training our child, like like my pastor would always t- tell me, you know, the classroom is in your house. It's not. It's not in. Uh, it's not in the schools. Not at church. You know, it's in your house first. Okay. So. What is your um, thoughts about the parents that can meet you right there and say, okay, yes, I'm in 100% agreeance in that. I'm totally on track. I'm there with you. This is the part that I'm at right now. I've done that. Um, what advice can be given to them going forward? I Like, you know, they understand the part of not giving up, but... Their child is totally, 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 really bucking, out of control. I mean, they can't even go to work. There's nothing that they haven't seen the fruits of it yet, you know, that that really may come later. But what kind of advice would be given to them right now to help them, you know, outside of what we just mentioned? Because they've already done that. They're continually doing that. Right, right. But they need help. So um, I'm assuming that we're talking about Christians. Um, but let me just touch on, let's, let me just touch on the ones who are not Christians. This is where all the advice in the world is not going to help you. This is where we have to stop what we're doing and we have to see Christ. Okay. You know, for the ones who are not Christians yeah. or just the average churchgoer. So what do you mean by seek Christ? So what yeah. I mean by that is you bow a knee, you bow a knee. And you wave that white flag that's located in your heart. And you say, God, I have tried everything. I need you to step into my life. Mm-hmm. I'm turning away from sin. There has to be some kind of sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm I'm, 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 I'm going to give this up, whether it's smoking. Amen. Hey, I'm giving this lifestyle up. You know, hey, I'm checked. There has to be some yeah. kind of transformation. Surrenderance and, on, on your end. Yes, and surrender your life to God. And from there... From once you have that encounter, I believe God and the Holy Spirit will show you the way going Speak from that. Speak to you on how yes. to actually deal with them. Yes. But now let me take it Rightfully. to... Yes. But now let me take it to Christians. Uh, the, the, the elect, my brothers and my sisters. I would say to you, if you've been... Um, trying to teach little Johnny, you know, to every pastor, they've done everything. It is important that you realize, Hey, I am saved. Mm -hmm. And why do I say that? I say that because it is important for us to adopt the attitude that I am a victor, not Mm -hmm. a victim. Mm -hmm. I am victorious. Mm -hmm. So 
if you have the attitude that you're victorious, you get a little bit greedy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so you're greedy in a sense of, okay, that's mine. this didn't work. This didn't work. Okay. That didn't work. This didn't work. I'm tired. She's tired. He's getting tired of me. I'm getting tired of them. But I'm greedy. There has to be a way. Okay. That's the mentality. Yeah, I'm not giving. Yeah. Still, yes. It still boils back to I'm not giving up. There's yes. going to be a way. I'm going to see breakthrough. Yes. I'm just waiting. I'm really waiting for God. Because, because, babe, when you when you have that type of mentality, Ooh, that is hard. I mean, you look at this. You look That's at a Rubik's cube. And I use that analogy for a reason. You look at a, a Rubik's Cube, and it's just kicking your butt. Well, I still haven't figured that thing out yet. <laughs> it's been kicking your butt for years. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but with that mentality, you're like, okay. I'm going to try. I'm still working at it. Well, it goes beyond you just okay. trying, but you start thinking. You ever get to that point where you've done everything, and then you just stop? That's you right. Just yeah, think. that's you're like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, i got to figure this out. How is this going to work? Yeah. What resources yeah. do I have? Mm-hmm. And that's how we got to think. Okay. You know, there's always many ways to skin a cat. Okay. If, he, if he's not, if he or she's not going to receive it from you, maybe he'll receive it or she'll receive it from somebody so else. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe he or she will benefit in hearing it from a lot of people, mm-hmm. including you. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Um, but it's important to create an atmosphere mm-hmm. for your child to succeed. I have children that are just not leaders and it drives me up a wall. <laughs> it drives me up a wall. It drives me up a wall. Uh, I'm sorry. And, uh, listen, <laughs> me too. We're on the same page. Let, let me talk to you for a second, world. Mm-hmm. There has been times when, I don't know, I'll just grab, let's say I'll grab some popcorn. I'll grab some popcorn and I'll put it in the middle of my living room. And I'll just sit back and watch. Mm-hmm. And like clockwork, one of one of my quote unquote leaders <laughs> will pick it up, throw it in the trash. But if I pull the ball to the side and I tell them, hey, don't you touch that popcorn. Mm-hmm. And I'll just sit back and watch that popcorn, I kid you not, will sit there for like two days if I allow it to. Mm-hmm. They just won't grab it. No matter how many times I deal with them, no matter how many times I, I talk to them, they just have a passive attitude. Yeah, towards passive. Things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So somebody else will get it. So with that being said, it is my duty as a father to create an atmosphere where my followers are forced to be leaders. Mm. You get what I'm saying? I don't have to create an atmosphere for, for them to be followers because they do that that automatically (laughs) you know what I mean so I create an atmosphere where they are put in position to lead you know so you get what I'm saying I I need them to make the mistakes here now while they're with me that way when they get older okay eh, I've had training in this area I'm not comfortable but I can do it Mm -hmm. you get what I'm saying so I, I say all that to say this Maybe little Johnny is not doing what he's supposed to be doing. Maybe it's it could be something as serious as coming home on time. You got to come home on time. You know we don't we can't be worried about you out here in these streets. It could be something as simple as um, you know just teaching his little teaching his brother talking when they're not supposed to be talking. Something simple like that. But whatever it is, 
it's important for you as the parent to put your child in simulations, if you will, um, prepare them and teach them how to act in a spiritual sense and in a positive behavior sense. Uh, one quote of Bible verse, I'm pretty sure people have heard it before, Proverbs 22, verse 6. That's Proverbs chapter 22, verse 6. And it reads, Start children off on the way they should go, and even when they are old, they will not turn from it. So if that scripture doesn't say start them off and then you can just chill and relax. No, it's a constant thing. You're always teaching them. You're always... And the, I mean, the things I'm saying sound very cliche, but trust me, you try to apply this after you've said it multiple times for years mm-hmm. and they just won't get it. You still have to continue to, to do your due diligence, create simulations, teach, drop knowledge, you know, and be patient. Most of all, be patient because they're going to try you. And also the devil's not going to play fair. He's going to use them against you. <laughs> so uh, those are those things, you know. I got a question. Sure. So um, I know we're talking kind of about maybe like younger children, um, maybe teens. So is there a point that a parent, you know, or caregiver, whatever position they're in, can get to when they are no longer parenting because they're over a certain age? Are you talking about like past 18, mm-hmm. something over a certain age? Well, is that biblical? Well, with that, I would say this you know, let's get rid of the obvious first. Let's say they get married. Okay. Completely out of the picture now. You know, once you get married, in the Bible it says that he should leave mom and dad and he should cling to his wife. Or the wife should cling to his husband. Either or. So, let's get rid of that scenario. Let's say they're 19, you know, 20 years old. They're out they've, of, yeah, they've just been driving their parents crazy. Right, And now right. they're out of the house. Do right. the parents get to then say, all right, you got it. I think that in those situations, the parent should definitely cling on to any kind of influence that they still have with their child. Wow, that is really good. So, if there, I mean, that's easier said than done, especially mm-hmm. if there is no influence. Mm-hmm. I know some people, some, you know, we, some of us knows that, you know, when you leave the nest, it's usually not on good terms sometimes. Mm-hmm. I know when I left the nest, it wasn't. I ran away and I, and I joined the Navy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, and that was against my mom's, you know, you know, wishes. Mm-hmm. You know, me and my mom's was tight up until I left the nest. So, that might be hard, you know, because I know on my behalf, my mother had no influence at that time. Zero. Oh, my god! If she would have called me and said, hey, wake up in the morning, brush your teeth, I probably wouldn't have done it. Just say no, because just you said exactly, so. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, snap. So, if you have that influence, yeah. cling on to it okay. and continue to teach your child from afar okay. or whenever he comes or she comes or whatever. If you have none, you have to understand mm-hmm. your role as a parent is to let go. Mm. That's very okay? hard. That's extremely hard. But you know what? You also, when you let go, 
and the image of your hands releasing. So now that your hands are free, they can come together and pray. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Yeah, so it's time to pray. Lift your son up, lift your daughter up in prayer. Because it's going to be times where they're probably going to make dumb and foolish decisions. And you, as as the parent, have to be okay with that. Um, You can't be driven up a wall just because... That is very scary. Like, I'm not okay with that. I know I gotta be, but... Yeah, yeah. Why can't you just listen to what I'm telling you? Because I already have the experience. Because you didn't listen. You didn't listen, you know, when you were coming up. I know. And I didn't We're working hard on breaking these cycles here, though. So, come on. Let's just take it from me. Yeah. And that would that would be nice. That would be very nice. And those things may happen. I'm not saying that they won't. Yeah. You know. Um, There's been plenty of testimonies. Right. And, and, as, and as I said, you know, if you have that influence, man, gosh, count it as a blessing. You know, and hold on to it. Use it to the positive. Say and thank God for it. Say God, thank you. I still have more. It's been 18 years, but I still have more time with my child. Right. And continue to teach. You know, because he's allowing me. She's allowing me. The heart is softened towards me. Um, but in those situations where you don't have it, you just don't have it. Maybe the child's heart, heart is harder, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, for whatever reason, you know, it don't, you know, you don't got nothing to do with you. Maybe you did what you were supposed to do as a child, as, as a parent. Mm-hmm. But in those instances, take your hands off, let the child make his, make his mistakes, make her mistakes. Right. And, um, you know, just pray that you gain that influence. You know, as a child grows into maturity, you know. Now, that's very general, though. You know, that is very general because when we talk about mistakes, I mean, that can be very detrimental. Not just, you know, they didn't do their chores or they didn't come home on time or they keep ditching school. Yeah. This can go way far as to where now the parents are showing up to court. The parents are paying fines. The parents are. Yeah. Yeah. So. They didn't crash their parents' car somewhere. Right. Right. So this this is the thing. Um, as, as you know, I'm also a pastor and, you know, we have the Bible study and we're, we're rapid. We just went over, I think two weeks ago, we went over. Um, the fourth and fifth commandment when the fifth commandment which is um, honor your your mother and your father mm-hmm. um, and we when we went over that the question was asked why doesn't it say obey mm-hmm. your mother and father great question you know and honor if you bring honor to your mother and father um, chances are your heart is right to obey them mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying and um and God. and God, correct, correct. And um with that, I honestly think that if a child his behavior is so wicked that it's getting to the point that you are literally dishonoring your mother and father, mm-hmm. at that point, okay, we need help. Mm-hmm. We need the Holy Spirit. Uh, well, you have to check your resources at that point. You know, you involve, if you're involved in the church, talk to your pastor. Mm-hmm. You know, talk to talk to your pastor. Talk to a leader in the church. 
um, prayerfully, you've been taken to the church. And, you know, yeah. the leaders also have uh, influence yeah. there, you know. And this is another big one, too. Um, do not be afraid to mm-hmm. seek help from educated doctors, mm-hmm. psychiatrists. I agree. Um, 100%. Um, uh, therapists, um, counselors. Don't be afraid to do those things. Those things are not unbiblical. These are educated people that took their time to study about these these exact issues of mental health. I I had to take my pride out to the side and say, okay, you know more than me in this area. You know what I mean? Help me. Now, let's not, let's draw some balance before I go forward with that. You shouldn't be totally dependent on that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you kind of got to, you know, take the meat, spit out the bones with that. Mm-hmm. But there is a plus side with that, that, you know, that, you know, a, a psychiatrist will help right. bring out some of those emotions and be like, hey, you see this? Mm-hmm. See how you act? It was like, oh, wow. I never knew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is actually an issue. You know, we got mm-hmm. to treat this or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Um, but those things, they help. They help a lot, you know, and um, I honestly think that uh, that if you could take the time to figure out what's the issue and what's the problem mm-hmm. from from and I'm talking wicked behavior. I'm talking, you know, hey, don't leave. And then they leave mm-hmm. or hey, you know, you know, look. come here. Right. No. Right. Right. You know, and things like that. You have to seek help because at the end of the day, little Johnny is going to be big Johnny. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? And I mean, hey, it's just the way of life. The way of the way of life. Parents get older and the young, they get more bold, more stronger and things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, hey, what you going to do? You going to get help for them? Yeah. Or you gonna go buy a gun and shoot him in the leg and say, "Hey, calm down," because mm-hmm. I can't beat you no more. Right? You know what I mean? So yeah, they bring a special light to the situation that you know just may not be happening. Absolutely. Just the parents talking, or just that influence talking. Yeah, yeah. This is somebody that doesn't know them. This is somebody. I mean, sometimes they. I mean, they can go in there and tell all the stories they want if they feel like it. <laughs> you know, there's no. Right. Just, they're not being judged. Right. No. Chances are that you know the psychiatrist or the therapist already asks questions, so they right. know eh, that's not probably the story, or whatever. But they have ways of going around that without making them feel uncomfortable, mm-hmm. even though they just told them a whole bunch of lies and things that ain't even true. Right, right. You know the parents always the problem, and they can really work with them on. Hey, well, why do you, do you really feel that way? Do you mm-hmm. you don't think that you had anything to do with this? Right. You know how did you age this situation? You know they Absolutely. really just have an. I don't know, just a neat way of helping them to express things that ultimately doesn't bring any kind of judgment or consequence. Right, right, absolutely, absolutely. And if your child is old enough to have a have a conversation, make sure you have those conversations. That's you know, very hard. You know, the, the, yeah, yeah, tell me about it. Um, especially if you're an active family, um, hint, hint. <laughs> Y'all going to church three times a week. Um, outreach, Time is everything. Um, fellowships, mm-hmm. um, witnessing the people, job, work, 
spending time with the wife. Um, you know, my, you know, y- y'all get what I'm saying. You know, if, if, if y'all are an active family, you know, you have to really, I would say dedicate time, but that's not even enough. Mm. You have to literally make time yeah. to have these conversations with your mm. child. Don't wait until there's an issue mm-hmm. because now, you know, you have to deal with it. You there's have to 20 judge things it. that already happened by that point. Right. And we right. missed it. Right. So make sure you have those conversations with your child. So I have a question. Is it possible, which this might really sound like a silly question, but serious. Is it because some people really just might not know. So is it possible that there could be a situation where the parents really, truly believe that, you know, not that they're perfect, but that they're doing everything right or, you know, at least you know, in their way, you know, trying to take care of all the needs and even the wants of that child and that they might not even be the issue at all. And so when the when they do have conversations with them and they're trying to express to them, you know, how they feel about certain things, that that's kind of like being pushed off because they don't see it. So you, you say that the child might think that? Like the adult oh, might yeah. believe, you know, that they're doing everything right. Hey, I've, I've, you know, prayed with you, prayed for you, taking things away, giving things back. We do go to counseling. Mm. Um, you know, it's, it's been effective, Mm. um, in some sort of way, but the, is it possible that the parent can really truly believe I have not aided to this behavior? I have no idea where it's coming from and why it hasn't stopped. But as the child is trying to express that, Hey, maybe it is something that they felt offended about or whatever it is, um, that the parent could completely neglect that and be part of the reason why it keeps on becoming a cycle. It's like hitting a, hitting a... I mean, yeah, anything's possible. Yeah, anything's possible. Um, I guess it's a lot of variables that could happen with that. Ultimately, at the end of the day, um, let's get to my third point, which is, you know, we talked about, you know, certain roots that you have to have with your child. Mm -hmm. We've talked about absolute things that you have to do and things that you should never do mm-hmm. now in the physical now let's talk about the spiritual um so at the end of the day you have to pray and fast <laughs> and that says a lot that says sounds so cliche that's why i'm laughing but pray lift your child up in prayer and fast for your child if you have a good enough relationship with your child and your child has a, a good enough relationship with God, pray and fast together. Um, That's always good. Um, God always answers. So I, I, I see how you're looking at me. But what I, I'm, I'm trying to say, listen to me. The I'm sp- listening. The, sp- the spiritual aspect of it cannot be neglected. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, this is an answer to your question. Because even the in the scenario that you gave me, um, there's so many variables that you can go with that. You know, you know, what if the the child, what 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 if what the child is saying? There's a lot of weight that holds with that. Maybe there is truth to that. Maybe there is no truth to that. You know, there's so many variables you can go with that. But I do know either way you go with it. If you are praying, if you are fasting on behalf of your child, you know, those things 
that forgiveness now comes into play mm-hmm. on both sides. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Hey, uh, this happened, but hey, doesn't even matter. You know, what happened? No, no, right. doesn't matter. I forgive you. You know, mom, I forgive you. Dad, I forgive you. I hey, hey, son, that's not you. I don't care what people say. Hey, daughter, that's not you. I don't care what people say. You have a testimony. Mm-hmm. You're saved. You know, don't lose your testimony. You know, so it sounds very cliche, but I mean, that's the gospel, man. The truth don't change. Yeah, I understand <laughs> you know that. what I mean? I just know that there's some, you know, people that really have the mindset that the child is the issue. Right. That's just it. Right. I got you. That's not always the case. Right. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I can't speak on that, you know. If somebody actually speaks that, you know, or actually thinks that, you know, the child, there's something wrong with the child or the child is the issue. It's just my brain can't even go there because ultimately we're talking about ourselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> child came from somewhere. I know. I don't care if it's a dog. That's so funny. I'm, that is like so crazy. Right. Like, we're, that's crazy. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So from, from whatever, you know, <laughs> at the end of the day, <laughs> at the end of the day, you're you kind of do reflect back on your own self. Yes. Like, yes. Wow. Yes, like you said, there's a lot of variables. There could be, you know, mental health issues with the parent. I don't know. Could be other things. So yeah. So you're right about that. Yeah, but at the end of the day, you definitely want to talk about the uh, the sin depravity. You know, the the the, the sin. You can't you can't overlook that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a sin issue. It's always a sin issue. but yeah, I mean, with that, you know, we just got to do our due diligence, gain a relationship with the children. You know, um, once you have that relationship, you can kind of lean on that relationship when you're trying to teach them. Um, make sure when you're teaching them, you have to make sure that you stay on top of teaching them. Don't give up. You know, I know it's going to get tiring. I know you're going to get frustrated. I know you're going to want to choke them um, and throw them out a window and stomp them and punt <laughs> Excuse me. I almost got carried away. I know you want to do all these things, but we have no, to. No, they don't. <laughs> they want to get them ice cream. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, ice cream. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but no, seriously, we have to make sure we continue to put them in situations. Where they'll thrive. Where, where they will struggle. <laughs> <laughs> but they will learn. Yes. Right. That's yes. that's the key. And then of course, last but not least, you could do all that stuff as much as you want to. It means absolutely nothing without Jesus. Amen. You know, so you know, you have to make sure you're praying, lifting them up in prayer, pray with them, fast on their behalf, mm. fast for their behavior. Mm-hmm. Amen. And also wicked demons if we yeah, stay far away from them. For sure. And ultimately, you know, when they leave your house they they become a, a, a mirror of you and they see God's God's um, glow on them. Yeah. You know, and they're like, oh man, that's 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 God's son. That's mm-hmm. God's daughter right there. And yeah. then that testimony they have, man, I was so bad, I was so crazy. My yep. parents were telling me I was doing this, doing that, yep. I wasn't listening. Yep. So many more children that they'll be able to help yep. speak to and help ultimately give give God all the glory and live for Jesus. Yep. 
And people will look at them and go, You? Yep. <laughs> there is no way. And then they look at us. And they we nod in our head, like, yeah, yes. Yeah, they look at their parents and be like, Oh, I got God. the pictures. Oh, God. Are you <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, that's prayerfully the outcome. For sure, for sure. But yeah, um, so that's. That's all I had, unless you had something to, to add or not. That's it for now. Okay, all right. There's always more. Always, always. Come, <laughs> come, keep coming back. All right, so with that, we're going to go ahead and pray, and we're going to go ahead and get up out of here. Father in heaven, we thank you, Lord God. We worship you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for this conversation on behavior, on behavior health, Lord God. We pray, Lord Heavenly Father, that this was a help, Lord God. And we pray that you would lock it into your, our listeners' hearts. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Peace, y'all. All right. Bye, guys.